Hi and welcome back to Let's Talk Teeth. I'm Brad Thornton and here we are at my practice, Ivory Dental Practice. I'm going to talk about veneers today. So, I mean, this used to just mean porcelain veneers. Now, what a veneer is, is it's something that we stick onto the front of a tooth to make it look like it's in the right position. Maybe it improves the shape, improves the colour just improves the general sort of cosmetic aesthetic look of the teeth. So if you've got teeth that maybe aren't in line or you've got gaps or discolored teeth, you know, maybe veneers is right for you. And maybe that's why you're here right now trying to find a little bit more information. Now, when I say that this used to mean porcelain veneers, what I'm suggesting, oh, no, what I'm referring to is the fact that through these last, well, what, maybe not even that long, maybe five, 10 years, we've had an evolution and a move away from just the typical porcelain ceramic veneers that basically used to be pretty much the only option. Um, we now focus more on moving teeth to get them in the right place rather than just sticking on veneers. We've also got other materials as well. Composites are a really big one at the moment and finding that composites being used uh, far more often um, than ceramic might be there's reasons for that which i'll go into I'll, I'll try not to be too descriptive because i know people that are listening on the podcast can't see anything so um, we'll try to be nice and straightforward nice and simple but also if you're thinking about having veneers we'll answer as many questions as we can based on the questions that we typically asked when people want to know more about veneers we've mentioned about what a veneer is something that we stick on the front of the tooth to change the way it looks um, Often we'll do more than one. So we're, you know, which often forms part of a full smile design or smile transformation, smile makeover sort of treatment. And you know, it used to be porcelain ceramic. Now that has to be made by a technician. So what that'll often have involved would have been preparing the teeth. Now during a preparation, what we are effectively doing is making sure that the teeth are reshaped in a way that when the porcelain veneers are, are cemented and stuck on, the end result is a perfect smile. Now this preparatory work that we do to make sure that that's the right look at the end and we don't commit to doing something like that which is effectively irreversible. You know, when we reshape a tooth, we can't un-reshape it. So we need to make sure that we're doing the right shape and the right preparatory work. So it's really important that we get that bit right. Now, that preparation that we do is always done the least amount that it can be. So what we call minimally invasive. So if we're gonna be taking away some enamel, we don't wanna take away more than we need. Um, now, sometimes, dependent upon where you are right now, compared to where you want to be at the end, that amount of adjustment can be more or less, and that's something that the dentist will talk to you about. Nowadays, we wanna try and keep it to a real minimum. So if it means, in order for you to get the result that you're after, we need to do a lot of tooth adjustment, effectively damage the tooth a lot, we tend to go towards maybe another treatment option, something that might be a little bit healthier for the tooth, such as moving the tooth rather than adjusting it overly. Now, depending upon where you are right now, compared to where you are, or at least where you want to be at the end, will depend, uh, will determine how much tooth adjustment we have to do. Now, nowadays, the modern way of thinking is we wanna try and minimize the amount of tooth adjustment because when you adjust a tooth, remember, there's a nerve in the middle, so the more you adjust, the closer you potentially get to that nerve, the more nerve irritation you might get. Now, we're doing treatment that we want to last 
as long as possible. Now, if we can make it last a lifetime, perfect. But nothing we ever do, you know, nothing we do is guaranteed to. There will come a point usually where some maintenance work is needed or a replacement of something is needed. And if we've already irritated the nerve a little bit, there's a risk that we might be storing a problem up for further down the line. So we want to minimize that. And the modern way of thinking is if we're doing too much adjustment, maybe it's better to move the tooth rather than drill it more. So that's a conversation that you'll have with, uh, with the dentist. Now, that is also one of the reasons why composite has become a little bit more widespread and used more in some cases than a porcelain veneer. As I said, the porcelain veneer is made by a technician. A composite is something that is done by the dentist in the surgery and it's using a certain white filling material to add a bit here, add a bit there, refine and, and reshape um, without doing any or at least a very small amount of tooth adjustment. So you can find that the composite method and material is in some cases more minimally invasive. It's healthier, which is why, especially for the younger people out there, it might be a better option than doing the ceramic veneer where we would have to do a little bit more tooth adjustment and reshaping. Now, if you are young and you're say 20 or, or whatever, or 30 or however old, and the composite work that is done has a life span and then needs redoing, it's very, very easy to redo it. It can be polished, it can be touched up, it can be removed and then replaced. And actually at some point in the future, you may choose to go for the ceramic veneer instead. Um, whereas if you have the ceramic veneer first, it's very difficult to refine that. You can't really do much with it. And if you need any remedial work, you have to take the whole thing off and then just do the whole thing again. So depending upon your age, the teeth, where you are now compared to where you want your smile to be afterwards, the dentist might suggest we go down the ceramic route, porcelain, or the composite route. But there's this thing in the middle where the decision is, do we keep the teeth where they are or do we move them first? One thing that has been, actually it's been the press quite a bit recently, is pictures of celebrities. I think Jordan, you know, Katie Price was, there was a picture of her in one of, our, one of the UK papers where her teeth had been ground down to stumps. Now, they're not veneers, man. They're, they're crowns. They're full wraparound uh, dental restorations. And that's a, an illustration of one of the reasons. Now, actually, I'll caveat this. I actually don't know what her teeth were like beforehand. You know, so I actually don't know what her full dental journey's been. But let us just make a few assumptions that a patient who has ceramic veneers done very early, say when they're 20, and then when they're 30, they need redoing for whatever reason. Now, I mean, hopefully it isn't the patient's choice to have them redone just because they want them to look whiter. You know, it may be that there's been some damage or they've been knocked or chipped. Say they need redoing or a few need redoing. Whenever you take that veneer back off again, the chances are you're gonna do a little bit more tooth adjustment. It's very difficult to avoid that. So you might find that you need to make, instead of a veneer that's stuck on the front, you might then need to wrap it around the side to get a bit more purchase on the tooth. And then if that happens again, you might need to go the whole way around. The nerve might be damaged, it might need a root canal. There's a succession of things that happen. And as dentists, as much as we, you know, want to try and save teeth and, and do the best we can for patients, 
if we can help it, we want to do as little as possible to the teeth. We want to be as minimally invasive as possible. But at the end of this full succession of treatment, you could end up in a situation where your teeth are quite small, they've been damaged quite heavily, and you've got full big crowns on teeth, which again, if they, if they go again, some teeth might need to come out. So it's very important that you do as little as you can and be respectful of, of the biology about the teeth. Should I go abroad to get my veneers done? Um, no. <laughs> so, you know, I mean, I'm joking, but um, let's just try and let's take a step back. Let's just not, there's a few things that I'm not going to say. I'm not going to say that overseas dentists aren't any good because that's just going to come across as me, you know, lying, telling, telling lies. Because there are very good dentists abroad, some of the best dentists in the world. One of the techniques that we use um, to do veneer preparations in the UK is called the Gurel technique, named after someone who lives in Turkey. You know, he's a Turkish guy. Um, but what you'll find is if you go and see him for veneers, you'll be paying more than you would be paying us in the UK to have them done. So price and location, it's, you know, it's, you know, it's very difficult to compare like for like because um, if you see a, a globally renowned or a very good dentist anywhere, then you're going to be paying for that. But also you can be paying for things which maybe aren't quite as good quality. It's very difficult as a, as a patient to know the difference. Um, an analogy I'll use is if I went to a car dealership and there was a car in the lot, not a brand new car, and the paintwork was good, it was clean, and it looked all right, and then I was asked, you know, will this run well? You know, how long will the engine last? You know, is this gonna need some maintenance, mechanical work in the next few months? You have absolutely no idea based on the way it looks about what's going on inside. And you may see some good photos and people may think that they've got good results, but dentistry isn't about now. It's not about the photos that you can take when you're in a hotel room abroad. It's about this year, next year, five years, 10 years. It's about what's gonna happen in the future. And as much as you might think that it's cheaper and easier to go abroad and get it done and have a holiday, you're not gonna go back there and, and get something checked. And even though, you know, some dentists are a bit reluctant to deal with the treatment that's been done over, uh, you know, overseas, we are an ethical bunch of guys, you know, people, and we will look at it and check it, but we also don't know what's going underneath some of the time. And it can be quite hard for us to, to look at maintaining work that we don't really know what's, what's happened. And, you know, as much as we'll try, as much as we'll help, sometimes it's better and easier to make sure that you do it wherever you're gonna be going for the maintenance and for the long term and think about that rather than making a snap decision based on what you want right now. So to summarize veneers, we use them to improve someone's smile. We use it to change the cosmetic aesthetic look of the teeth to improve the way someone smiles. Now, it could be that we use composite veneers or composite work to refine things. It might be that we use ceramic veneers made by a technician that can give us a better aesthetic result, be stronger, but involves more tooth preparation. And also they're more difficult to repair and refine and, and fix later on. Or do we straighten things first, move teeth into a more favorable position so that we're working more with 
sort of a healthier, minimally invasive way of working. Now, all of this goes back to the whole thing that I've, my mantra, which is see a professional, go to a dentist, see what's right for you. Don't look at somebody else's composite bonding or veneer work that was done overseas or whatever and think that that's what you want. It needs to be tailored to your teeth, tailored to various things that will influence the kinds of treatments that the dental profession will feel is suitable for you to make sure we're meeting your expectations. So see a professional. As I said, as always, um, we can go deeper, we can give more info, we can get more complicated, but I want to be mindful that I want to make this still interesting, give you enough information to hopefully give you a bit more of an informed uh, decision process and give you a bit more information as to, to maybe want to research further. Uh, send me an email, brad at bradthedentist.com if you've got any more specific questions and I'll do my best to answer them. For now, that was Let's Talk Teeth and I'll see you next time.